0: Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy you are here with us because I have three, not one, but three amazing guests joining us here on the podcast today some of our amazing students in the Modern Direct Seller Academy. So I cannot wait for you to get to know them and hear a little bit about their story, hear about some of the big wins they've had in their business, what's really working for them right now, and a little bit of a season of pivoting, and share a little bit of of what they're all about and what, what they love to do. So with that said... Welcome, Jen, Amber, and Michelle. I am so happy you're here. Who wants to kick us off with a quick intro? I'm, it's
1: me. I'm always, maybe just because my last name is A, right? I'm always the first You're one. You're at to the go top first. of the
0: alphabet. You have to go first. I have to go
1: first. <laughs> so, thank you for having me. Super excited to share with everyone. Um, I am married. We live in Pennsylvania, and I have a grown daughter who lives in New York City, which has a kind of a huge tie into why I started my business. I have been a color street stylist for five and a half years. I have an amazing team that I love doing this, you know, crazy business together, but it's so much fun sharing that with them all. And just also meeting so many people through your business that you wouldn't have met before. And Color Street is actually my full-time gig now. So kind of loving that freedom. (laughs)
0: Exciting. And five years in, leading a huge team. That is incredible. Well, we are excited you are here, Michelle. I'll pass it
2: over to Jen. Jen, you want to do a quick intro? Sure. Thank you again for having me. I just got back from three weeks being out of the country. So this is a little ray of sunshine because I'm really sad to be back. Um, I've been a full-time 31 gifts consultant for 14 and a half years. I have a daughter who is a first year medical student and a son who's a junior in college. So they were teeny tiny when I started my business. I have the best team in the world and I have an amazing team of leaders, which I'm so blessed to have as well. And as far as regular life, I'm a cyclist and I just got back from climbing Mount Kilimanjaro to raise money for my college roommate's foundation, the Cancer Couch Foundation. My gosh, incredible. And
0: we could probably have an entire podcast just about your experience and traveling and the impact that you're creating and also what it's been like to kind of come back to real life after. So we appreciate you being here because I know that you're still in a little bit of that transition phase, trying to get back at it. But what an amazing experience. And I'm sure that there's a lot to be said about the business you've created that has allowed you this lifestyle to be able to travel and to really carry out these big dreams that you have. So that's just, it's so incredible, Jen. So incredible. All right. I'm going to pass it over to Amber Fox. Amber, you want to say hello? Hello.
3: I am so excited to be here also. I have not climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, (laughs) so (laughs) nothing so exciting right there. But I am married for almost 25 years. I have two adult daughters and I am a nana, which is the best job ever to a beautiful little seven-year-old girl. I am with Paper Pie. I'm a Paper Pie brand consultant and team leader. We were formerly known as Usborne Books and More. I think I have the best team. I really enjoy working with them. That's
0: it. Amazing. Well, and an exciting point to be in in your business, Amber, with the transition from Osborne Books and More to Paper Pie and and being part of a rebranding. So we might have to talk a little bit more about that, too. But that's pretty incredible. And it sounds like we're going to have to duke it out over who has the best team. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I love sharing stories from those in the Academy So just to kick things off, I'd love to hear one thing that maybe you've learned or you've grown in since joining the Academy. I'll kick it off
1: since we're gonna go in that order. I think when I came to you in the Academy, I felt really lost and overwhelmed with my business and all the things. And what I love about being in the Academy is you teach us very simple, applicable, if that's the right word, actions to do. And so I'm gonna shout out your famous Three 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 ABC. It's kind of changed my life in the way that I streamline, you know, my business now and just how I go about my day to day. And I just think it's working way more smarter. I oh, love that a lot, a lot less time too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And for those listening that you're like, 333 ABC, what is she talking about? But those are two formulas that we use to really help kind of prioritize all the things, right? What are the most important pieces of your business that you can touch on a day-to-day basis? And so it's active selling, building relationships, creating content. And then the 333 model is connecting with three current customers, three future customers, and three future teammates each day. And you're doing it, Michelle. And your business (laughs) is rocking and having probably a little bit more focus too, which is always helpful when I know we have similar personalities. Michelle and I joke that we have like everything in common. We're basically the same person. We live on the opposite side of the country, but pretty much the same person, but also very eager to try new strategies and new tools and a little bit of squirrel in there where, you know, you (laughs) want to do all the things. So focusing in is a huge win. Those systems make it all easy. Yeah. Just keeping it simple, right? I think we overcomplicate this business far too often. 100%
2: agree.
0: So good. Thank you for sharing. Jen,
2: what about you? So I'm pretty new to the Academy. I joined right at the end of 2022 and was prepping for my trip during that time. So I kind of joined probably not at the best time, but if there's one thing I learned, there's never the perfect time. So just kind of get in and do it. But one of the things that I've loved about the Academy, actually two things that I love. Number one is he just has these amazing systems set up. And as part of the Academy, as a VIP member, we get them all included with our membership. So I love that if I need help on booking or recruiting or project broadcast or whatever, I can just go on the website, log in, and pick whatever I need training on. So that has been really, really awesome. And I also love with VIP, I have access to a group of leaders in their business on Voxer who are in different businesses, but we all go through the same struggles. And somebody might have had training through their company on one struggle, and I need help with that. And we can just get on Voxer and be like, Hey, can anyone help me with this? And you know, within minutes, you have lots of answers back. So those are two things I really like about being a VIP member of the Academy.
0: Amazing. I love our boxer chat by the way. It's something that we haven't done for that long, probably right around the same time you started, Jen. You must have brought us boxer. But no, it was it was probably <laughs> I did not <laughs> in the last few months that we added that in as just okay. kind of like this fun sideline conversation that can happen more informally without setting up a formal Zoom meeting or booking time on calendars. Like it's just very fluid and not required either. Some people are much more active in that chat than others, but I'm a big fan.
2: Although I will say after coming back from having no Wi-Fi or internet, for <laughs> how some many days, messages did you have? Is- <laughs> I don't even know, like a couple hundred. That was a little overwhelming. So I just clicked mark all as red and went on with my day.
0: (laughs) Perfect. I was hoping that's what you were going to say and that you didn't actually
2: listen to all of them. (laughs) I did
0: not. (laughs) Oh, good. It's usually more real-time stuff coming up, right? Like, oh, St. Patrick's Day, what are you guys doing? Or, oh, I got this weird situation with my teammate, or I have you know, that's going on with my company and I'm trying to figure out how to navigate it. So it's probably all very old news at this point. (laughs) Amber, what about you? What is one thing that you've learned since joining the Academy? So one thing
3: I have learned is to use a new system to interact with my team, whether it be sharing quick tips, motivational quotes, or just checking in period to see how they're doing and what I can do to help. So that's been very helpful. And something that I love about the Academy is that I love collaborating with like minded women and just being able to pick their mind, gaining insight about how they lead their team. It's so nice to be able to hear, like Jen said, you know, everybody's from different companies, but it's great to hear just different processes that everybody takes and how we can interact with our team better. I love it. And I like so much about the Boxer. Something that was awesome on Boxer was that everybody helped me pick a brand for myself, a name for myself. We picked a box tails, which I think is so clever. And
0: yeah. That's a huge accomplishment, Amber. I, I mean it was a couple months ago now, but I almost forgot that you officially have your own personal brand that you're you're building and coming up with names can be really challenging. So that was actually, I think, a fun group project for all of us to decide what we were going to help you name your business. <laughs> it was, and I loved the help. <laughs> I love it. So good. All right. So let's talk a little bit about that community. I think so often we get stuck really focusing on what our company is offering or what our team is doing or what kind of our inner circle is thinking and doing and acting. And one thing that I love about the Academy, which goes far beyond my leadership, is really the community that we've created. And being able to connect with people that might have a similar business model, but totally different products that they're selling might be thinking about different strategies that are completely different than anything you've ever tried before. So why have you really found being part of a community outside of your company, outside of your team, important?
1: Yeah. So I when both Jen and Amber shared about the community as their favorite thing, I 100% agree. I think bringing people that I would have never met, that were all very like-minded and collaborating together with what's working, what's not working. And even though we're in so many multiple different types of businesses, it's all still kind of the same. And the way that we can you know, share and interact. And I mean, even our training Zooms, the Voxer, all the things, it it feels like this whole other new company or something that we created, right? Where, you know, we're just so passionate about supporting and helping one another that that has also been just so good. Because sometimes when you're inside your own company, you still might get stuck in that little bubble, I think. Yeah, and it um, is. it's like a bubble, huh?
0: Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I belong to... A mastermind myself of other business owners, primarily online business owners. But the conversation that comes from that group is, it's invaluable, really. Like I get so many ideas, even though somebody doesn't have a membership or doesn't have courses, they have a totally different thing going on in their business. But I always gain knowledge and strategies when you kind of think outside the box a little bit or outside of your bubble, as you said. <laughs>
1: And I also thought about, because sometimes even social selling or direct selling sometimes can be isolating, you know, because you're Mm -hmm. at home, you feel like, you know, I'm working for myself or whatever, but then you're like, no, no, no. I have this amazing, you know, team of other women that I can connect and grow with. So that's always a huge,
0: huge part of it. Yeah. And not to mention, I know the three of you are leaders and not everyone listening is leaders, but at some point you might step into leadership with your company and when you do... There's certain things that you can't say out loud to the whole team, right? So there's a little bit of a safe space that we've created where you can kind of share your frustrations or your wins, right? Like how many times are you like, I just want to shout from the rooftops that I hit this <laughs> big promotion, but I don't want my whole team to be like, oh, there she goes again, right? But it is it is like this great community where we can share those wins and share those challenges in a way that... You know, maybe you can't do within your company as well.
1: Exactly. I love the extended family. Extended.
0: That it, yes. I, I think that's yeah. a great way to put it. Yes. It's an extended bubble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good, Amber Chen. Anything you'd add to that?
3: I also think it's great that we can hold each other accountable. I'm being held accountable right now. I know that when we meet next, I have to answer to some people whether I have done what I said I was going
0: to do. So I think that's awesome, too. I love that. Yeah, so good. But it's like nice accountability. We're not mean accountability. Oh, no, 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 no. totally (laughs) nice accountability. I'm not scared. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Jen, what would you say?
2: So I would add that, you know, what both Amber and Michelle said is so true. And I talked a little bit about the value of the Voxer community and the VIP community. But I also want to say kind of taking it away from direct sales. I think it's really important to have a community in your real life of people not in direct sales, in direct sales, especially if we're leaders and we do it full time you know, our brain is always on, our brain is always thinking, we're always thinking about situations within our business, ways to make our business better, ways to grow our sales, all of that. And if we're not careful, that can be all we think about. My two best friends of more than 20 years um, are not in direct sales, never had a party for me, they buy stuff from me. But it's nice, because when I get together with them, I can just talk about, you know, who I am, what I do, the kids, whatever, and it's not business related. And I think it's really important to have those connections in your life as well, where you can just not be, you know, Jen, the direct seller, you can just be Jen, the human. (laughs) So I think that's really important too. I could not agree
0: more. So good. I'm so glad that you added that. Because it is true, right? When you're with your people, it's natural. Even even if we're all good friends, like business is still going to creep into the conversation because that's what we do. And we love it so much. And we're so passionate about it. We live and breathe it. But I I definitely have those friends in my circle too, that if I tried to start talking about my business, they'd be like,
2: hold up. What? you, you get another margarita? This is, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I mean, you definitely want them because then, you know, when you do go out for that margarita, it is a tax write-off because you are discussing business, but it's also important to sometimes just not talk about business. And I mean, one of my friends, I've taken her on a couple of incentive trips and I mean, she's all in, she totally supports me, but you know, it's just when we spend time together, it's just time where we can just i cannot think about my business which you can is, disconnect can a lot of times so true so true again an entire
0: another podcast episode could be on disconnecting from your business when you feel like you're so attached to it and you're it's always on your mind oh my goodness well let's talk about what business looks like here in 2023 you know i do feel like it is another year of pivoting and we're seeing that industry wide some of the strategies that we put in place during the pandemic or even after the pandemic last year, like they're not necessarily working or looking the same as they have the year before. And I I feel like this is just business. We're constantly evolving and growing and pivoting and changing and really improving and and getting better in our businesses every day. So I'd love to hear from you three on anything you're doing this year to really kind of shake things up in your business or make things look a little bit different to stay more relevant and also drive sales. All
1: right. Well, I think it's super important to always not be afraid to try new things, right? Because that's where we grow when we do the big scary things. So I think 2023 was the perfect intro to that after everything we've been through the last couple of years. But I also, I look at it as fun, as pivoting, as fun, and learning a little bit about All the things like, again, I don't have to spend 24 seven, but doing a little of all the things and learning more about social selling and, you know, like reels, how to give more value. Like, what does that mean when I'm showing up on social media? You know, not just pushing a product, but really growing those connections through, you know, social media channels. And it's a lot of fun too. So and it it doesn't feel like work. But so pivoting in the value and just showing up scared and focusing on the relationships and not the product. And I think you'll be surprised. It it's really not that bad. And and you
0: will find growth and all the things. Just trying all the new things. Yeah. Well, and I think especially as leaders you're really kind of leading the way in that. Sometimes you're trying things before you're sharing it with the rest of your team, or you're being transparent and saying, hey, I did this and it didn't really work. (laughs) Or I did this and oh my gosh, look at the amazing response that I got. So I think that that's all part of leadership is really being the first to step out and do something differently or do something scared. So that's incredible advice, Michelle. I I think to
1: learn Uh, the way and then show the way, right? That's a great
0: leader, absolutely. So good. Jen, what about you? Where are you making pivots?
2: So like Michelle, I am trying some new different things. I'm definitely getting into reels more. I had posted a reel actually when I was in Africa that was me going to the bathroom on safari and there was an elephant in the way and that got (laughs) 26,000 views. And I'm like, okay, I need to transition that into my product. I need to figure out a way to do that. But um, really just to develop more relationships and to show who I am while still reminding people that I sell. I think I tend to err more on the side of, you know, this is who I am. People have an idea of who I am but I tend not to bring my business into that because I don't want to seem pushy and I don't want to sell. And I think that there's ways to do both. And that's what I'm looking forward to and really just getting more systems down. I'm going to be moving in the next year and building a house 500 miles away in a different state. So I'm downsizing a lot of my life. And one of the things I'm trying to downsize and simplify is just systems within my business. And that's where the Academy is helping finally going to get my Website up and running <laughs> that we had talked about at the end of January. Um, and then I just got caught up, but that is on my list of things to do in April to get that up and running. So just trying to be more relatable and, you know, have a nice balance of business and personal stuff out there mm-hmm. for people to see. I
0: mean, the elephant reel, like, let's just talk about the elephant reel, right? <laughs> I-, I think that that is. Such a great example of sharing your personal brand and sharing (laughs) who you are and what you're doing and where you are. And yes, it's getting incredible attention and views and engagement. And then it's working that into your business. And people are going to be more likely to talk to you about the elephant, that, you know, really <laughs> stepped into you going into the bathroom. <laughs> Everyone's going to go look at your <laughs> <laughs> But that's an easier intro to a conversation than, like, let me tell you about the brand new bag that came out, yeah, right? So I-, I think that I that just shows how you can really marry this, like, beautiful personal side to your life and what you're doing on the day-to-day with your business and how they go hand in hand. And we I think for and I don't know if anyone else feels this way about this year, but it used to be like everything had to be kept separate. Does anyone feel that way? Like you had like your business content over here on your page and then you had your personal content over here on your profile and it was like oh no, do not dare post something businessy on the personal thing and 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 I think all those lines have gotten blurred over the last year or so, and there's more acceptance to mashing them both together. And I think that's kind of an exciting opportunity that maybe we haven't talked enough about here this year is how you really work the business content hand in hand with the personal content. Amber, what about you? Are there pivots or changes that you're making in your business?
3: There are a few things that I am doing, which. Michelle and Jen touched on too. I am doing things scared. We have to do things scared or we're not going to grow. So that's so important. I'm reaching out to people that I have not reached out to before. I've created a website that I'm very excited about. So that's going to give me, I think, a lot of more interaction. And I am definitely trying to interact with all of my customers more so that they feel like they know me better and i want to know them better i like i try my best to learn their kiddos names and interests even though that is hard to do with so many different customers
0: yeah yeah those personal relationships i definitely feel like this is the year this is the year that The one-on-one personal relationships, the direct connections are becoming more important than they ever have been for so long. We were blessed that the social media algorithm was working in our favor in many ways, that we are getting that natural visibility, that we didn't have to spend as much time having those direct conversations and the DMs, the PMs. But I I think I heard a little bit of that from all three of you, is, is that's a priority this year, is really connecting in in a genuine, authentic, real human way with those leads, those followers, and those customers. I love that. All right. Well, we could probably talk for a while, but I want to keep this short and sweet for those that are, you know, driving kiddos to school or washing dishes or folding laundry while they're listening along. I'd love to hear, just for fun, what your favorite office supply is.
1: Okay. I love this. And again, why we're literally the same person is just, I want all the things. So narrowing it down to one was hard, but I am going to go with sticky notes because there is nothing more gratifying than writing out my to-dos on a sticky note and then ripping them off, crumpling them up and throwing them away. You're like, yes, I did this. I did this. And it just, it feels so good. And I'm, I'm going to give you number two. And that came from you. Those Frixion, is that how you say it? Yeah, fric- fr- I would say friction. Frick- friction.
0: friction. I Pilot, friction, pens. Whatever. Erasable. For them, they're
1: erasable, mind-blowing.
0: Yeah. That's, okay, number
1: two,
0: exactly. You guys can't hear because you're just listening, but I'm holding up my pen because it's literally <laughs> on my desk 24 seven. Oh my gosh, I love that. And yes. post-it notes, yeah, total fan. In fact, this year we had some leprechaun traps for St. Patrick's mm. Day that were not effective. We did not catch a leprechaun, but our leprechaun was quite obnoxious and left post-it notes with random thoughts all over our entire house. So I think our leprechaun also has a little bit of a obsession with post-it
2: notes. (laughs) All right, Jen, what's your office supply item? Okay. So I would love to tell you about my favorite pen. I might have to try your friction pens because they discontinued my favorite pen in pink (gasps) ink. I can't find it anywhere, No, which is very sad. And 31, the Signature color is pink. So I love it. It's pink. I don't know if, you know, the IRS likes when I send them checks and pink, but it is what it is. So the one thing I couldn't live without, my favorite thing, is actually an app. Can I do that? Yeah, you can totally do that. Okay. So I love the TickTick app. It's T-I-C-K, T-I-C-K. It is the best app. It's on my desktop. It's on my laptop. It's on my phone. And it enables you to... Put reminders, you know, daily recurring reminders. It's got a calendar, so it's, you can look at calendar views. So you can see everything you have to do. It allows you to keep like project lists. So that's my favorite thing right now. Cause like I mentioned, I'm moving, so I'm downsizing, so I'm trying to get rid of all the things. Like if it's not nailed down, it's out. And, you know, I always have my phone with me. So it's really easy to just use that. And then I briefly had hired an assistant, which unfortunately didn't end up working out. But I loved it because I could actually add her and assign tasks to her as well, which was super, super cool. So I'm going to go with the TickTick app as my favorite non-office office office supply thing. (laughs) I love that. We will link to it
0: in the show notes too, because I can awesome. tell everyone's probably looking right now in the app store trying to download it. So, Tick Tick app. Love it. So good. Amber, round us out. What is your go to office supply?
3: Mine is pins. I want all the pins, I want every color. Oh, want... gel pins are my favorite, but. I did just get my Modern Direct Seller pen, that friction pen, and I love it. I've already been looking online at different ones. So Okay,
0: well, here's an office supply hack that we're just going to have to let all of our listeners in on. So the Modern Direct Seller pen is a friction pen, and it has the logo on it. So it's special to me. But you could buy any kind of friction pen. You're going to get the same writing experience. And they have the refills, the ink refills. Because I use all the ink in my pen and I would cry to have to throw it away every time. So the refills are like dirt cheap. You can get them on Amazon and they come in a pack. So I always get pink, purple, and green <laughs> in my multi-pack because, you know, black and blue ink is is too boring. And you can just refill it and you can put that in. So that's an easy way to um keep refilling your pens and always have one around.
3: <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm going to have to get some more modern direct seller pins because I want all those colors. So I need one for each.
1: Each
0: color.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Then you might have to use some washi tape and like color code them, you know, know, all the things. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This has been too much fun, you guys. Okay. So tell everyone where they can find you, where they can connect with you.
1: All right. So I would love the Instagram and all the things. So I am there at Life, And then you can also, I would love if you hold me accountable and come over to my new blog that Becky helped me with. So I'm super excited about that. And you can find that at easyawesomelife.com.
0: Easyawesomelife.com. So good, Michelle. How about you, Jen? Where can
2: we find you? So Instagram is definitely the place to find me. Um, it's Jen, J-E-N dot. And then my last name, it's O-N-E-G-L-I-A. It looks like one glia, but it's not actually pronounced like that. And I don't have my website up and running yet. So I don't have a domain for that. But maybe when I get that in April, Becky can add it to the show. Notes yes, we will put know. it in the show notes
0: by the time this episode <laughs> but goes live. It very well could be done.
2: But I will say that my um, 31 website is www.shopwithjlo.net.
0: Amazing. Oh, so good, Jen. And Amber, where can we find you? I am still working
3: on my Instagram. So you can find me on Facebook under Amber's VIP Book Club. I'd love to connect with you there. And I am going to have my website name change. So, I will share that in the notes too if you don't mind. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but that's coming soon. And my direct website is www.h11901.paperpie.com.
0: Paperpie.com. We got it. We got it. We'll link to that in the show notes. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here. This was incredible. I know our listeners are loving all of your recommendations, apps and office supplies and ways that you're pivoting and refocusing on your business this year. I love having all of you in the Academy and this was just a treat. So thank you so much for being here today. I look forward to chatting again soon. This episode is sponsored by the Modern Direct Seller Academy. Our spring enrollment is now open. Make sure to pop on over to moderndirectselleracademy.com to learn more. We've brought the bonuses this spring season. Not only will you get everything included in the Modern Direct Seller Academy, but you'll be invited to a bonus masterclass all around sales conversations, an additional masterclass all around how to use the boards app. And the third bonus is message templates preloaded to boards and project broadcast just for you. It doesn't get better than that. Join us by April 17th. We cannot wait to welcome you to the Academy. See you on the other side. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and systems for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop, moderndirectseller.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your biz.